do you want to start with uh, Blonde? Should we go chronologically? Yeah, probably. To, I mean, that's, Why not? Okay, Blonde. It seems to be a hot topic of conversation. Yes, <laughs> much more so than my week with Marilyn, which I, I don't know if that was ever a hot topic of conversation. Maybe for like Oscar <laughs> punditry, but that's probably about... Maybe about for it. people buying Metamucil. Mm. All right. <laughs> Miss Monroe, it's time! get your start maybe what start in movies continental but diamonds are a girl's best friend i guess i was discovered Men broke home as girls. i know you're supposed to get used to it and we all lose our jobs in the end I've played Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe. I can't face doing another scene with Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn doesn't exist. When I come out of my dressing room, I'm Norma Jean. I'm still hurt when the camera's rolling. Marilyn Monroe only exists on the screen. Um, I don't know if we're going to disagree too much on my week with Marilyn, but um, I'm disappointed in either the, the film, Blonde, or I'm disappointed in myself that I could not be contrarian because I unfortunately was <laughs> <laughs> exposed to a lot of the uh, negative reaction before I, I watched it because I didn't get it theatrically here and I don't, I don't think you did as well no that's what really annoys me i'm so disappointed i didn't get to see it on the big screen kind of sort of i don't i don't i don't know if it's really a netflix (laughs) netflix type film but i i think that they probably got uh, they measure it by minutes watched right not completion so i don't know maybe they're the first half hour they had a lot of minutes watched before people uh tuned out um this was deeply unpleasant, purposely so. <laughs> it was. It was. And I guess, listen, I, I'm not going to say, you can probably tell from some of my, I don't know if you've seen some of my Facebook posts or whatever, I'm actually a really big fan of the book mm. by Joyce Carol Oates that this is based mm-hmm. on. And I've also, during the pandemic, rewatched the miniseries of the book. Oh, So okay. I actually knew almost everything that's... <laughs> That was coming in this movie in some ways, um, like in terms of the fictional side of of the things that she brings, or partly fictional. That's really at times. pissed a lot of people off. That people are like enraged. Yes. I didn't realize that there were yeah in twenty twenty two there were so many Marilyn Monroe 
uh, experts on I her know. personal life. And that's yeah, and and that's why I think it's a bit silly. Like I'm I, I'm not saying the film is a masterpiece. I was disappointed in some ways myself because I'm a big Andrew Dominic fan. Mm. Um, he's a new he's from New Zealand, but I just pretend he's Australian, like we do with all New Zealanders. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I love like I've loved all of his films, but in particular the assassination of Jesse mm. James. Mm-hmm. By the coward Robert Ford was one of my favourites. This is more killing me softly or killing them softly territory. Like I really liked that film, um, but it wasn't like Blonde. Well, to me, wasn't top tier film for him. I think it suffers from passion project syndrome. Like, do you know what I mean? Like when 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 a director has a passion project <laughs> that has probably gone through development hell for many years, mm. I think that they sometimes aren't able to necessarily edit it or put it together in a way that um, it's like your, your head your head's lost for the trees, if that makes sense. Like you, you're kind of so invested in it that you don't necessarily have maybe the ability to step back from it. Um, yeah, and in terms of the backlash, like I do get it. I do get it. Um, and I think some points that have been raised are valid, but I think others are just people not not having an understanding that it is based on <laughs> a book that is partly fiction <laughs> and has been released, you know, was out a very long time ago. Um, and it is unpleasant. I, well, do you know what? Sorry, I'll let you talk now in a second. But it, it remind, what I thought he was going for was to show fame, kind of like how Aronofsky showed drug use in Requiem, Mm -hmm. like how unpleasant is that movie, particularly the last like 20 or 30 minutes. And this film kind of gets that way near the end as well, where you're like, oh God, I don't know if I can keep going. Um, But he doesn't pull it off as well as Requiem does, I think, in that last 20 or 30 minutes. Is it the timing of it? Because, um, you know, coming off of COVID, uh, especially in America, there's quite a bit of focus on, um, I guess, class warfare as far as the, you know, the, uh, required workforce to make sure that everyone could stay inside and still get their food door dashed and <laughs> get their Amazon packages. There seems to have been, uh, an increasing bitterness towards the, uh, famous and wealthy and their, their plight, be it you know early on in the pandemic when Wonder Woman got her celebrity friends to sing Imagine to us, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there's I, I'm very comfortable with this because I'm, uh, you know, I I don't really uh, frolic among the wealthy here in Kentucky, and so I no, quite enjoy. Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> well, most most don't. So I, you know, I'm I'm enjoying the rich and famous being taken down a peg or two as far as their level of, of importance. <laughs> so for me, I, I'm, I'm self-aware enough to know that while I have a uh, passing interest in, you know, the story of Marilyn Monroe, because I, I like, you know, period piece films, especially about the film industry. Mm-hmm. I, I like to travel back in time and, mm-hmm. and, and do a bit of that. Not so much if it's a week with Eddie Redmayne, which we'll, we'll get to. That was very <laughs> unpleasant as well. Um, I'm not as, it's a much harder sell for me. Um, I I think your point is valid as far as comparing, um, the sort of necessity of, of fame for someone for it to be this like fix 
that needs to be continued on. It's mm. like it suddenly you, she's no longer Norma Jean. She's Marilyn Monroe, and she's sort of lost herself into mm. being this this icon. But the you know seventy five percent of me is like, let me try it. <laughs> let me see if my experience yeah. is better. <laughs> I didn't know my daddy either. That doesn't mean I go around calling everyone daddy. Like, <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, I think it's, but that's the thing with fame though, isn't it? Because I think once you're in it, or I, I imagine I've not been famous that you probably, particularly for Norma Jean, uh, you know, it, it, it really was a performance her whole, her whole life, the Marilyn side mm. of her. Um, and, you know, to get out of poverty, and I think what the film, I this, the mini series actually goes into her childhood and her first marriage a lot more. I guess so they have more time, although this is a pretty long film as well. <laughs> and I kind of wish they had done this in that because it, it I felt in the mini series, even though it's yeah, that, that was not very good actually, really. But in the mini series and the book, it, it lets you kind of really understand, I guess that transition from a child that was raised without a father and with an unstable mother who's sort of living in constant fear and then in poverty and then in a you know abuse and sexual abuse with foster parents and things like that um how she sort of got married her first relationship with a man was literally just to 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 survive Mm -hmm. was to get married um and so I think that transition from uh, you know, teenagehood to marriage to pin-up girl to to becoming Marilyn, it kind of gives it a li- that a little bit more depth um, to it and a bit more of a of an understanding that isn't necessarily in, in the film. Though we can, you know, from what they show, you can you can imagine Come on, where brother, she's ended up driving into the flames. <laughs> was it good enough for you? And <laughs> and they're driving. <laughs> yeah, those flames where I was like, damn, this is not looking so good on my TV right now. Like this. Is- <laughs> I watched Orphan First Kill at the cinema just because I love the first Orphan. Uh-huh. Um, and those the flames in that movie looked better than. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it is surprising, okay. you know. You spoke to the possible the passion project aspect of it, where yeah, uh, and I'm sure you have met people, you know, not necessarily you know they have to be film nuts, but just in any sort of walk of life where you gather that they're really into something, you know, whether it be. Yes. stamp collecting or Dungeons and Dragons or whatever it is. But yes. you yourself, no matter how they tr- try their best to explain it, you are never going to really get what they get out of that thing. You can just agree you're into it. I don't understand it, but you're into it. There's a little bit of that here. <laughs> I am surprised that like Netflix, of course, is probably that's probably coming to an end given their sort of stock troubles of late. And yes, this, this might be the last um, passion project Netflix. However, I'm sure they would have been probably even more interested if this was a miniseries, anything they can cut up, Mm. they would have been like, yeah, sure. Give us six episodes of it. There's a lot more in the book. Trust me. Is it just, it's just so unrelenting though. It's just, yeah, yeah, it is. It, just the the agony of watching it is. It is. <laughs> I do, I understand, and and that's why I think it's really not for. I would not recommend this to many people unless you have an interest in the story and that you're aware that it's it is going to go. I still don't know why it's NC seventeen though. I really is don't. It the because shots I, from the vaginal area is that it? Because there's. I know, but you don't see. Yeah, I, I, I was wait. I was. It looked like she was 
for opening a hedge. Like, like it did not look like a vagina to me. I, have to <laughs> I don't admit, know, maybe. The pervert that I am, I was a little disappointed because I was like, all right, let's I see. I know, what we've that's got. what I, I was. <laughs> I was literally sitting there going, where is this vag shot? Like, come on. <laughs> and then when, <laughs> when it finally happened, I thought, surely that's not it. Like, <laughs> men are not jerking off to that. If they are, I'm definitely becoming a lesbian because that is. There is no way that that if that really has been shared on Pornhub, Pornhub, I'm disturbed. <laughs> yeah, I don't, is that it's an insult to the film or not, or an insult to men? Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm with the existence of the internet. I'm sure there are, there are other things that they could probably find. This would be, this may have worked. You know, uh, I, I mentioned in my letterbox review that. Uh, I think there was an. You probably know it if you're, you know, a fan of uh, Marilyn Monroe. The uh, mid '90s, it was Ashley Judd and I think Mira Sorvino. Yes. She played Marilyn, yeah, and Ashley Judd two. Yeah. was yeah. Norma Jean. Um, mm. Now I remember being keenly interested in that as an early adolescent because I'm like Ashley Judd, <laughs> Kentucky Girl. She's gonna be naked in this. This is I'm recording <laughs> this on VHS. <laughs> I don't have the fondest memories of the film itself, but I do remember. Enjoying these two ladies, I'm going to defend the hypothetical young Mike that he would not have found blonde particularly titillating anyway. Even though Ana no. de Armas is very attractive, yes, I I don't yeah. This is and not the NC-17 kicks we were promised. No, I did, I really I mean NC-17 for themes, but I mean they don't do that very often. I mean I, I can't see anyone under 18 wanting to watch. No. And if they do, they'll probably turn it off pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the sexual content, I was like, this is very weird. Um, it has a really, like, I don't know, I guess as in terms of like an exploration of someone's trauma and the, unre the fact that she sort of spiralled, it was like a slow spiral to begin and then a rapid spiral, Um for me, it succeeds in showing that, even if it is quite challenging at times. Um, and I did, I, I actually did get quite upset at certain points watching it, um, just because it, it, it resonated with me in certain parts, not being Marilyn Monroe, but just the idea of um, people, you know, being in a place where you're looking for things to help you like uh, alcohol and, and pills and sex or relationships or whatever and everyone is just feeding every everyone is just feeding off her no one is helping her even the people who say that you know that marry her and say they love her they don't know what she needs and I don't think they care and I was particularly disturbed at times by that like the little I don't know if it's like a, her assistant or someone that works in the movies with her and like he's at, he acts like her friend, like he, but he's always giving her the pills, and it's almost like he just wants to be around her, you know. So it's not that he genuinely actually wants to help her. I feel like he is just another like the succubus of of uh, being around someone that's famous and beautiful and desirable. Or just allow me to be the function in your life. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, I've I've seen some also backlash to the uh, you know JFK. I guess has oh yeah uh, some. <laughs> That's the Imagine world's being worst. Flown who, first class just to give a blowjob. Jesus. Who is the man that has to have this? Uh, I assume political <laughs> conversation with him on the other end and listen to this. <laughs> and the way that is shot, that is, I, mm -hmm. I actually recoiled. I was like, oh my god, I can't deal with this. Like, 
Like, that's horrific. I hope that's not on Pornhub either, because it could be. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully I'll mute. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> but that was depressing. Like, that was that's the whole sequence. That was actually probably the most depressing sequence for me in that film. Well, does um, it resonate with you, I mean, as a woman more so than a man? Because I, I don't care how attractive you are. I'm not throwing myself in the lot with, like, JFK or a celebrity or anything, of course, like that. But... It's not really a cultural norm for men to be uh, openly chase any sort of way as far as the relationship. It's it's usually they are, they are the aggressor in some way, and so that attention is usually directed at the you know the, the female in in a fictional setting on screen or in real life. And so it is hard for me to wrap my head around as far as having all these sort of minions that are always sort of grabbing mm. and wanting something from you, no matter how successful or unsuccessful you've been romantically, it's just not a very masculine thing to have people sort of latching onto you. And I just, I wondered like, as far as your perspective and in, in that regard, because you, you're far closer to Maryland than I am as far as, uh... <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I suppose I have the hedges that open, but um, that's about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no POV shots in my life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I just. I guess... Do you think in general this film would resonate more strongly with women than than men, other I, than the porn? No, I freaks? think it could. I think it, I think it could in some ways, just because it's you know I read one review or saw a, a, a review online and it was really funny actually of this and they called it like Daddy Issues the movie and like. <laughs> I guess in that sense, um, if you want to boil it down to that, it kind of is Daddy Issues the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and let's be real, I'm not necessarily speaking from personal experience, but maybe I am. Um, yeah, if, if you are trying to sort of deal with trauma or any sort of mental health issues, I think sometimes females do and anyone men do too i'm sure will try and like attach a a certain value or um i will be fixed if this person loves me and particularly if that person is uh withholding (laughs) that Mm -hmm. is even better because that's the definition of like you know looking for a a father figure that's not non-existent in your life so yeah i think that that probably is why that scene resonated so much with me because i just thought oh my god i've never been in that exact scenario for sure but you just think, oh, it's so heartbreaking. Like the idea that she was so excited to see him. And he's, you know, the president. So obviously she's Marilyn Monroe, but you, you, she is someone who probably feels like if, a, if the president loves her, like, wow, what a validation that is, you know, for me, who feels like I, I didn't have that sort of love and validation from the very first man in my life. And, and I've got this psychic inner child wound my, for the, that I'm carrying for the rest of my life. And, you know, I'm dressed up. I'm ready to see him. And all of a sudden, here he is, just wants me to pleasure him and fuck off. <laughs> and then, you know, I, like I get drunk. and he doesn't sit up at all, right? Doesn't he stay? No, he doesn't even look at her. If anything, the best part is he... He kind of, well, he's like criticizing her the whole time. Like, come on, give it my. <laughs> you have the TV give on. I'm on the phone. <laughs> it looks like he's wearing some sort of girdle. Mm. And they haven't even got like a good looking actor. Like, I assume JFK was kind of semi attractive in real life. The actor was not very attractive. 
You know, I mean, let, let me talk shit about a, a dead president a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's what, I I come, was... that's what Australians come here for. Anti-American well, content. <laughs> JFK has always been, you know, because I, I was born as well as you, like way after his, his passing. Um, he was like the handsome guy who supposedly had sex with Marilyn Monroe. Like, and he had a beautiful yeah. wife and he, he died and young, unfortunately. <laughs> But you just look at him. I'm like, you tell me he was like the most handsome president ever. But I look at him and I'm like, I oh, got a sort of had a big fat noggin and kind of an annoying accent. Yeah. And he was young, right? Is that it? And, and presidents aren't known for their attractive, uh, <laughs> attractive. And like, let's be real. What what is for some people, not me, but for, for some people, what is the ultimate um, turn on power? Um, you know, so if the most powerful man in the world is giving you attention. Well, Americans think that he's the most powerful. <laughs> I love this. I the love rest this. getting the... Australian on here to talk shit. <laughs> I love when Americans say most powerful, but the rest of the world's like, we don't care. <laughs> but, you know, keep, keep, keep that narrative. It's working well for you, apparently. Um, uh... I would say in recent times, not so much. I don't know if you'd get at least you know half of the country probably would not uh, no longer be seeing the most powerful man, uh, nor would they want any of our young starlets to be going to meet a very orange man with awful hair. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them Obama. Right? He was Obama was more handsome than JFK. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. Obama probably is the most handsome president now, definitely. But again, he was the he was younger and not your right. not your typical. I love but, how yeah, so do, we have. I, Shifted. We're not talking. You know, we're doing this correctly. We're not talking about how attractive Marilyn Monroe was. We've shifted it to the men, as far as hot or not. He's yes. ugly. He's not. There we go. We're doing well, this the right I way. Mean, let's think of it in reality. Like Marilyn never really married attractive men um, no. because she wasn't. She wasn't looking for like everyone thinks of her in terms of her beauty. But what I think um, the book that Joyce Carol Oates wrote, um, and I can understand people having issues with a fictionalized version of a real person's life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think when it comes to art and stuff like that, as long as you know that that's the case, like have have the reading comprehension (laughs) to know that this isn't real. I don't think Marilyn would be offended at all. I think she would have loved it. I also think she would have actually liked this movie because it's so out there and different compared to all the other movies that have been made about her. She was a highly intelligent woman, um, very well read, wanted to be a serious actress. You, are you telling me that Marilyn would have preferred My Week with Marilyn to Blonde? I think she would have preferred Blonde, honestly, even with the talking fetuses. And <laughs> It is strange. People, uh, they, they tend to have a problem with... Uh portrayals of icons as icons this is like why aren't you mm-hmm. showing me the real person said when really what the fuck do any of us really know about mm-hmm. marilyn monroe or you know james dean or someone like that like i have an image of james dean yeah. but would i really want to see the movie that delves into the his personal life in that way or do i want to see him mm-hmm. displayed as you know once upon a time in hollywood uh the controversy yeah. was like you know bruce yeah. lee and steve mcqueen and all those real characters yeah. coming in there I enjoy seeing these sort of 
fairy tale aspect where it's like yeah. Bruce Lee as movie star, not Bruce Lee person. Because I, yeah. well, yeah. as I enjoy your company in that film, I enjoy seeing Bruce Lee the shit talker. I like seeing him talk yeah. trash because I, I, I enjoy that. I'm sure it's not a great portrayal as far as, you know, father and, you know, friend. I, but... think that's I think it's fine to have the convo. Like, as long as, I think people just shouldn't, our, our response shouldn't be that this art shouldn't exist. Like, we shouldn't mm. be doing this. It should just be, well, if you don't like it, then tell me why you don't like it. Let's have that conversation. Netflix it's would appreciate not... it. The algorithm yeah. will take it into account and it will no longer be recommended <laughs> to you. Yeah, It'll drop exactly. out the top ten. <laughs> oh, gosh. I... I Tell me, tell me what you thought of the talking fetuses now, because even, even that's not in the book. That mm. isn't in the book. Most of the other stuff is. Um, <sighs> but I, 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 I got really upset when I saw that people were saying it's anti-abortion. This film, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I didn't take it that way. I'm, <laughs> I am anti fetus i guess i'm so pro-abortion yeah. that i don't i don't want to see babies or children on screen so it just annoyed me because i did, i just wanted to move children, do you? Hmm? no you don't have kids do you oh the we're both is alive. monsters yes yeah. that's right that's why we like each other <laughs> yes i've uh i've managed to make it to 40 and hopefully you know carrying a cell phone around in my pocket all the time i've fried any possibility of that <laughs> So you we're drive good to casually go. around like you know uh, <laughs> nuclear uh, <laughs> spots. Bring on the radiation. I'm fine. Um, no, yeah, I, d- I, I, I didn't. Know, that was weird. I didn't see that at all. I could see, of course, the you know that's a very also very American reaction thing with that that particular uh, political <laughs> hot potato um, that it's going to frame it in that way, which yeah. is. It would be weird to be taking your political cues from this <laughs> this type yeah. of movie. Um, <laughs> no, I did not. I did not uh, have and an like, issue just, with that. Just because someone, you know, I think their issue was the the part. I think after her second abortion or third one, I can't remember, but um, one of the fetuses says something like, "Why did you murder? Why did you kill me?" or something. <laughs> and it's just like just because someone has an abortion doesn't mean that they can't necessarily like feel bad about or wish that things were different but it doesn't mean that they don't want to not have that choice i mean she obviously did because she hadn't Mm -hmm. she or in the film i actually don't know if that's real i think i think i heard that she did but i i'm not sure and it's not none of my business to know (laughs) if she did or not but yeah i found that was a bit weird i was like oh my god once i saw that controversy start up i was like this film is is really uh, it might not be getting watched by a lot of people, but certainly getting uh, talked about a lot. <laughs> I, I think uh, that's the issue. No, I mean it's the pro and con of Netflix that uh, going straight to streaming for most people on the most popular streaming service worldwide, mm-hmm. you probably will get far more people at least checking this out than they would if this just mm-hmm. was a limited release that you know tried to go for yeah. Oscars. Um, however, <laughs> it increases the likelihood of stupid commentary by people who probably had no business going into an art house yeah. theater to, to watch blonde to begin with that. I don't know if that makes me sound elitist where I'm like, look, you no, don't No, I, no, I just think, no, I agree. I completely agree. And, and I, I, I was reading some comments, um, especially when there's a film that I want to try and defend, I guess I'm stupid and will read 
um, you know, comments from people. I'm just like, oh, they're going, oh, this is exploitative. It's exploiting Marilyn. And I'm like, it's exploiting a fictional version of a cat. But I, showing abuse, and I don't, I really don't think it was Dominic's intention to try and exploit her more. If anything, I feel like he has a really deep empathy for her situation and for not necessarily Marilyn herself, but the idea that, you know, of what fame can, the, the hor horrors of fame, let's say, or, or of not not being able to deal with your issues and how you can be the most famous and successful person in the world and end up dying at, what, 40 or something? She was pretty young when she died. Yes, yeah. You know, so... <laughs> Unfortunately, that, that can happen. I just, yeah. I mean, it, it's not to say that it doesn't show things that are quite horrific and maybe it does linger on it a bit too long or, as you said, what was your, when will the screaming start? <laughs> 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 oh, no, she's screaming again. <laughs> yes, I, I, like uh, I was giving you updates on, I thought I'd reached the completion of the film, but there was, there was more more screaming to, to yeah to screaming and crying that that's like my future partner will be like when is the screaming and crying going to stop <laughs> oh i thought it had stopped oh no she started again <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that'll be their log line of uh, life gentlemen it is my special pleasure to introduce a woman who clearly needs no introduction a very great actress on her first trip to London. Marilyn, is it true you wear nothing in bed but perfume? Oh. Darling, as I'm in England, let's say I sleep in nothing but Yardley's lavender. <laughs> I long to see her. This story describes a miracle. Miss Monroe? Marilyn is not ready. Excuse my horrible face. A few days in my life when a dream came true. Are you frightened of me, Colin? No. Good, because I like you. Colin, is everything okay? Miss Monroe had some large packages she needed handled. <laughs> what is Marilyn doing with my third assistant? Surprise! Get working! Colin! I have something in my eye. I can't see anything. Be careful not to get in too deep, son. Marilyn Monroe fancying you. Come on. She breaks hearts. She will break yours. Why wouldn't I, the little girl lost act if I were you? I think Valen knows exactly what she's doing. All people ever see is Marilyn Monroe. What must it be like to be the most famous woman on earth? You could quit this. Forget Marilyn Monroe. Forget Hollywood. But let it all go. First love is such sweet despair, Colin. Shall I be her? Who? Oh. Marilyn. Uh, let's, let's switch gears to My Week with Marilyn, okay. which is... Uh, so, Blonde is, you know, it, it approaches three hours long. I think it's like 240-something, right? Um, pretty lengthy. Um, yeah. My Week with Marilyn is like an hour 40 bookended by two yeah. musical numbers. So it's like they had to even pad that out. This, you know, very brief, I guess, blissfully brief look at uh, a young man, of course, played by Eddie Redmayne. Like that's like the, I guess, uh, 2010s. That's to me, he's like the poster child of like the terrible Oscar bait 
movies. Like let's let's get Eddie Redmayne in there. Um, and unfortunately for her, Michelle Williams is along for the ride. Which she's she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Yeah, she's always good. She she'll give put her in anything and she'll be good. Like she's a real solid actress. Uh, unfortunately, unlike, well, I, I mean, I guess it's somewhat similar to Blonde in that they're just playing characters who are talked about. The key difference is Blonde puts you in the mindset and the perspective of, yeah. uh, Marilyn. Um, here, Michelle Williams walks into a room and everyone gawks, uh, gawks yeah. or starts talking about her or they stop talking about her, depending on how they're feeling yeah. about her at the time. Yeah. And, uh, Eddie Redmayne, just super creep. Just so so creepy. I, I, you know how I know the patriarchy exists? Eddie Redmayne's a leading man. There is no world, there is no world where a female equivalent of Eddie Redmayne would be. And I'm not saying he's not a talented actor because maybe he is. He's won an Oscar. But so the far, idea the jury's that, still out on that. I've not yet seen that yeah. proven, but yeah, Michael Keaton's actually got it. Stuck, you know, hidden in his drawer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, he's just got, I mean, I've, I've taken bowel movements with more character than him. Like just, he has no, there is no, there's nothing to him. He's like an eraser. Like I just, I can't, I just can't deal with his screen print. I feel bad because that's pretty rude, but I don't know. I just, every time I see him on screen, I just turn off. I just feel like I'm falling asleep and yet he still, he keeps getting higher. (laughs) Is it just me? Well, do you think this film, did they know that at a certain point? Because they, you have Judy Dench that just like comes in to be sassy and yeah. protective of both our lead <laughs> character, Colin, who we, we both dislike, at least on this podcast, and Marilyn. <laughs> I did read that Judy Dench apparently filmed all of her work two weeks before the production even started. And I didn't, I mean, oh my God. it's not the most dynamic looking thing, especially when you're watching it the same week as Blonde, but... With that in mind, it's like, oh, yeah, she always was kind of standing by herself and reacting <laughs> to someone else. But you know what? Whatever. It's like this This yeah. is just something I just want to get but through. Isn't that isn't that classic, as you say, like this This is your typical Oscar. Like they must have thought mm-hmm. we're going to get Oscar nominations for this film. Like this is – and she, having her, having all these like key, very famous actors, you know, you know well-regarded actors in these small roles – they probably thought that would just boost their <laughs> chances. But it's basically just about how to deal with a movie star. I, I guess the, the, you know, the practical side of filmmaking, which is not the most passionate here, at least their, their version of Lawrence Olivier is oh. uh, you come prepared with your lines, <laughs> you hit your mark, uh, you put on your silly costume Stand there and you know do it a few times, uh, and then we move on to the next thing. It's very, uh, you know, sort of the the famous Harrison Ford thing about uh, trying to get direction from uh, George Lucas was he would just always say faster and more intense. That was his only directing <laughs> note to actors was faster, <laughs> more intense. Uh, a little bit of that here, where this version of Marilyn is portrayed as someone who is trying to find her process like she's actually trying to treat what looks to be i've not i've not seen the actual film here it's like the what is it the oh, prince, prince and the showgirl yes that's i don't it. know i've yeah. never heard of this uh they, they do make mention hey she went on to do some like it hot and everyone in the audience is like oh i've seen that one all right that, yeah. <laughs> that i understand <laughs> uh this looks like some sort of throwaway rom-com you know yeah. this is something that meg ryan did in between <laughs> 
When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle, one of the forgettable ones that she did, not one of the yeah. classics. And yet, it's like it's pausing that Marilyn Monroe just won't, she won't get with the, uh, the the rest of her thespians and treat it with the disdain that she should. I don't know. I, I felt like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. isn't this Marilyn here portrayed as someone who's trying to take this more seriously, and yet she keeps getting shit on for like, this is just a stupid throwaway picture. Why are you why are you wanting to like know who your character is? Just say the lines and move on. Well, I think at that stage she was really working with the what was it that technique? Because she went to like the actor studio and everything, Marilyn. Like mm, I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember what the actual stress is. Strasburg was. I don't know. Something yes, I like think that. you got it. Brando, right? Yeah. more famously. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, and and, and isn't the actual um, one of the teachers with her in this movie? She's one of the hangers-on. Like I think it's the teacher's wife, or I don't know. But anyway. I think at this time she was having some issues with her drug use and having a bit of a breakdown, which makes sense. So I feel like the film's trying to sort of be this behind the scenes look at when, you know, Marilyn was, you know, trying, embracing her sort of thespian side and, and wanting to be taken more seriously as an actress, but, you know, butting heads with someone as, you know, iconic at the time as Laurence Olivier and he that was his first direct he hadn't directed before I don't think and it's the one and only film he directed but as a film lover that should be gold for me I should be like oh this sounds interesting like Mm -hmm. and it's so boring it's there isn't there isn't anything in sort of the film the behind the scenes film stuff that really grabbed me um Lawrence Olivier comes across like an, just a, an oaf, like an idiot, half the time. And as you say, it's just everyone gawking at how good-looking and hot and radiant and goddess that Marilyn is. And that, if anything, that's more disturbing than blonde. Like, mm. Because the film is just like... And the way... And it's not Michelle's fault, Michelle Williams. She, I think she is actually acting really well. But the, the interpretation that she's giving really plays into that. Um, and she doesn't get enough of the sort of more when she's alone with Colin <laughs> and sort of we see these like the more Norma Jean-ish sides of her. I don't think we get enough of that to see the distinction. So it does kind of to me, I don't know, if if, if that's how I was portrayed after death, I'd be more annoyed by <laughs> I wouldn't mind Michelle Williams playing me, but no. I wouldn't no, want something. No, definitely not. I mean, I watched this uh, last weekend, and mm. it's I can it's already drifted out of my mind. Like, there's yeah. not really anything that that sticks. Um, there's a gratuitous uh, ass shot, which I believe was a oh, yes. uh, red was a body double because Michelle Williams is you know a, a small petite woman, not necessarily the yeah. curves of Marilyn Monroe, but that also reeked of sort of. Uh, Miramax Weinstein I think this was a Weinstein Ugh. company release era. Yeah, I think so. Like uh, we need to <laughs> we need to make sure this is like an adult movie. It's almost like how HBO mm. used to throw in a random sex scene just to show you this is this is a picture, this is a serious picture mm. this is for adults yes. now. Um, unfortunately we have to see Eddie Redmayne staring at a naked body and it doesn't it doesn't work for any anybody involved no matter what your <laughs> sexual <laughs> proclivities are none of this works that did not show up on Pornhub or maybe it did I'm not going to look but mm, um, let's hope not <laughs> you have um, 
this also this side romance with I guess a, a normie uh, played by uh, Emma Watson. Oh, if only all us normies looked like Emma Watson. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta admit she she doesn't. I don't know. I, f- I find her really annoying. I don't think I've ever she liked her on screen. Really. We've talked about Eddie Redmayne. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've ever liked Emma Watson either. I'm not a Harry to Potter. To be honest, person. I haven't either. I'm not. I've never even read the books. Kill me. I don't care. I'm not interested. I've I've not read them. I saw the first movie. I think I was in high school or maybe just out on a date with a young lady and we had to take her kid brother and it was miserable and I swore off the entire franchise. It's like I'm and also yeah. probably swore off children at that point. I'm like, ugh, yeah, yeah. this is what adults do. Harry Potter is why you're childless. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Even as the love interest for Eddie Redmayne, um, even she's a gawker. Whereas he starts yeah. this thing where it's like, oh, is he going to have an affair? Oh, it's just the crew people making up stories, gossiping. He's just trying to do his job. Uh, even see, she, she sort of submits to the idea of Marilyn like, well, of course you're going to fuck her because who wouldn't? I kind of understand it. It annoys me, but I kind of get it. <laughs> sure. And then at the end when he tries to – I do like that she rebuffs him at the end. Like now that he's had his week with Marilyn, he's like, can we go out again? And she's like, fuck you. See ya. <laughs> but not in that language because it's an Oscar film. She just he like, doesn't even no, have I the uh, so. <laughs> testicular fortitude, I guess, to be like, I'm a new man now. Like he doesn't say, like I'm yeah, yeah. prepared to settle <laughs> like, down because I've I've raised my bar. I'm I'm not going back to Normie uh, Hermione here, whatever her name is. <laughs> I went skinny dipping with Marilyn Monroe, yeah. so you should be glad that I want to go on a date with you. That. Uh, come down from the mountaintop. I took her through Windsor Castle. There's a whole <laughs> sequence where they go through Windsor Castle. I mean, mm-hmm. surely this film is for the elderly. It has to be. Mm. Like, <laughs> do you know who loved this? Because it, 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 when you when you suggested this, I was like, oh my god, I actually watched this. You know, when someone's watching something and you kind of just through like osmosis catch mm-hmm. glimpses and bits of it. I had actually seen this about six months ago like that, oh, no. but I thought I had to rewatch it again. I was like, I can't go just based on that because my mother found it on, on one of our streaming services and she <laughs> loved it. It was <laughs> my 68 year old mother thought she had found gold when she found this movie. And <laughs> she, I was sort of, I don't know if I was reading or on the laptop while she was watching it and she just kept you know, she's someone who talks through films entirely. I'm actually taking her to see um, Don't Worry Darling this afternoon, so that'll be interesting to see her because she loves Harry Styles. That's the only reason I'm taking her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she'll talk. And I just remember her going, this is my film is amazing. This is the best film I've ever seen. Now, I'm not <laughs> recommending it, but have you ever considered, since you now have jumped back into the podcasting fray with me, recording some of her little quips and then we you know we compile them as a little teaser oh oh don't you worry i shall i will ask her after <laughs> don't worry darling um what what her thoughts are and i'll, I'll ask her to, she swears even more than i do so i'll, good, I'll, I'll good. ask her to keep it clean i'll say keep it clean mother no we have um, we gotta get all the blonde fans we need that those rating scope we need to be nc17 actually, for podcasting there's a part of me that wants to tell my mom to watch blonde because i would love I would love to be just sitting there and vicariously watching it through her eyes and the things she would say. I think I think she might like it. <laughs> I think it's only fair because I feel like if there was if there was a blonde film, which you know you you are not, it would have to be brunette in all caps yeah. and starring brunette with Bernadette. Um, it would be one sequence that would be horrific. Would be you 
realizing that you're having to watch my week with Marilyn twice in a six month period. Yeah. And that would be the flames and the, the confusion and the screaming. <laughs> like Eddie Redmayne's that. face would just like come flying down on a fetus's but little fetus. Butt. God. And he'll be like, Bernadette, why do you hate me? <laughs> I would, I would definitely watch a three hour movie of Eddie Redmayne being aborted repeatedly over and over again. <laughs> I think you've actually outdone me. You know, nothing that I've said in our two um, our two catch ups is as dark as that. Well done, sir. I take my imaginary hat off to you. nice to say about my week with Marilyn. I did mention that it was an hour and 40 minutes, so... Yes, that was... Uh, thank, as soon as I... And, you know, I actually had to watch it in 15 minutes, but... I was, okay. I can't, I can't... I was like, I can't sit through the whole thing again. Like, I'll, I'll just, you know... I had a cup of coffee, watched 15 mm-hmm. minutes, got up, did something, took the dog for a walk, watched, you know, watched a bit in the morning, watched a bit in the evening. Um, I don't know, I guess the, the cast is fine. It looks okay. They do make um, her. They make Michelle Williams look enough like Marilyn. Like, um, I think Diana's looks better. Um, but there we go. Yeah, they're... now we're coming around to the hotter not to the women. Now, we're, yeah, we're... <laughs> which Marilyn would I put on Pornhub? 